Good morning and thanks for listening in. Happy Friday to you. This is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 26th of May. In the top news, China is not growing as fast as was previously thought and that is causing some concern among global investors. They're pegging back the expectations for the Chinese economy with fears rising that the recovery from pandemic restrictions has lost momentum. According to a Bloomberg report, recent data suggests that GDP growth this year will be closer to the government's target of about 5%, contrary to expectations of a large outperformance formed earlier this year. The data also shows a lopsided rebound that's being led by consumer services while industrial activity lags far behind. The growth fears will have a bearing on global markets, particularly in the commodities space, so keep an eye on base metals and steel prices in the weeks ahead. Back home in earnings, the net loss at Vodafone Idea narrowed sharply in the January to March quarter, even as revenue growth declined. Revenue of India's third largest telecom operator fell 1.2% over the previous three months to about 10,500 crore rupees in the quarter ended March. That was more or less in line with consensus estimates. India's civil aviation regulator, the Directorate General of Civil Aviation, has given go first one month to prepare a revival plan weeks after it filed for bankruptcy on the 2nd of May. The regulator informed GoFirst that it has 30 days to prepare a comprehensive revival plan and it will then be reviewed by the regulator before it moves ahead. The Central Board of Direct Taxes has said that certain classes of persons and foreign entities have been exempted from the angel tax provision. The move would encourage foreign portfolio investors from 21 nations to invest in startups with an exemption from angel tax. Among the countries on the list are the US, UK, France, Germany, Japan, and Korea. In other news, the central government will mint a special 75 rupee coin to commemorate the inauguration of the new parliament building. The coin measuring 44 millimeters in diameter will feature 200 serrations according to a notification by the Ministry of Finance. In global news, Republicans and the White House are narrowing differences over raising the US debt limit still haven't reached an agreement to avert an approaching debt default. Negotiating teams for President Joe Biden and House Speaker Kevin McCarthy communicated back and forth from their offices during the morning yesterday. Shortly after noon, GOP Representative Patrick McHenry, one of the negotiators, emerged to tell reporters that the list of issues dividing the two camps had grown shorter. Tuesday is emerging as the likely day for a House vote. In international markets, the Dow declined by a tenth of a percent while the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq gained 0.9 and 1.7 percent respectively. No cuts for the three early rises in the Asia-Pacific region, two gaining ground and one flat last I checked. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning Neeraj, what cues are you focusing on at the end of the week? Good morning, Alex. Well, it does seem that the debt deal remains the principal piece which most people will be watching out for because aside of that there's not too much moving markets sure nasdaq was up in the green after nvidia and the ai stocks are doing well so select pockets continue to do so but our markets are slated to start off marginally lower today despite the fact that nasdaq was in the green despite the fact that oil prices 
are looking lower and despite the fact that Tokyo inflation has slowed, slowed down, which is actually helping uh, the Japanese equities as well. Uh, we like you to start off sedate. You're seeing select pockets continue to do well. Yesterday, hospitality was a case in point and hotel stocks are shining on even higher ARRs in the holiday season. But otherwise, uh, it's kind of wedged in a very tight range. Um, it's an important day for results today for sure. And the large ones, that is Sun Pharma, ONGC and Mahindra and Mahindra. A clutch of very important and interesting mid-cap names coming out with results. One will be keenly watching out for InfoEdge, for example, or Nexus Select Reads and what do they have to say the first results after their listing or Renuka Sugars, especially in light of the fact that sugar prices have completely come off on the global scale in the last three or four days. The stocks that I'll be watching out for today, well, two key disappointments would be Z Entertainment and Page. In Z's case, there's a net loss of 196 crores versus an estimated 112 crore profit. They also suffered an uh, exceptional loss of uh, 89 or 90 crores, but that notwithstanding, uh, it's just uh, a weak set of numbers. Margins have come off uh, for a stock that is already under a lot of trouble. These results inspire no confidence and which is why brokerages say that uh, merger is the key trigger and hope. Otherwise, uh, a lot of things are looking all right for Z. Similarly for Page, for all the promise and the valuations, uh, Q4 continues to be, or Q4 is yet another quarter of disappointing performance. Revenues were down uh, 12% at 969, the estimates were 1163. EBITDA margin, 13.86%, the expectations were 17.8%, as a result of which, against a 136 crore PAT estimate, they've come in with only 78 crores. So weak performance from Page as well. Uh, some positive names as well out there. Med Plus, I thought had a decent quarter. Good strong expansion in margins, net profit jumps up, so could do well. Mrs. Bechtas did well and they really shot up on the margin front relative to estimates 19.85% versus 13.1%. That one could do well. AIA Engineering did okay, margin expansion again, so that one could be a positive. Amongst the negatives, aside of Page and Z, which are the standout names, there is Sale, which had a weak quarter, GSFC, after having rallied, had a weak quarter, uh, so both of these are certainly in focus. Um, somewhere I can't decide what could happen is a GMM Fordler, wherein margins have expanded, but lower than estimated of 14.9%, so maybe a corrective move, despite the fact that EBITDA is up 33% and revenues are up 22%, or Emami which has actually come with margins higher than what was estimated, but the net profit is still down uh, about 60-odd percent. Or Triveni Engineering, weak numbers on a day when sugar prices haven't done well, uh, could see a bit of a reactive move. Lastly, watch out for uh, Zomato from amongst all the greed and fear portfolio changes. This is the one that has been the big one, an investment in Zomato with a 4% weighting in the India long-only portfolio as well as in the global portfolio is actually pretty constructive for that stock maybe. So let's wait and watch what happens there. With that, it's back to you. Thanks Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great Friday and an even better weekend.